what's up with you? And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to talk about AEW, All Elite Wrestling's episode of Dynamite from this week. Um, very interesting, exciting episode of Dynamite. Um, yeah, just a lot of things going on here. They yes. revealed the rest of the TNT, uh, which is essentially the television title tournament. Um, so there's a, the eight-man bracket. They had the first four competitors already announced from uh, AEW Dark. And on this episode of Dynamite, in the beginning, they showed off the rest of the bracket. So we got that filled out for us, as well as had a plethora of matches going on in this night. Yeah, uh, which, a lot went on. Yeah, a lot. They had a lot going on, but very entertaining. So what, what were some of your uh, just thoughts overall before we get into it? Oh, it was a fun show. Enjoyed the hell out of AEW tonight, man. And love that, you know, even though, you know, with WWE circumstances that it's it's a taped show, but w, but on AEW is live, so I enjoyed that. Again, love the AEW roster being used as a crowd. And once again, heels on one side, faces on another. So I like that concept as well. And who doesn't like to see Orange Cassidy do his thing too in the crowd? And uh, in part of this first match, when we'll break down between uh, Kenny Omega and Trent Seven as well. Yeah, that was a hell of an opening matchup for sure, um, which you know kind of surprised me a little bit with how how uh, long the match went and just how great Trent looked overall. Like I thought yeah. that I already knew that Trent was a really good wrestler, but mm-hmm. you know he looked great. He looked like a million bucks really in this Dude, matchup. Bro. But we'll we'll get into that here in a little bit. Because I, I don't want to skip over the tournament. Because, again, I said they unveiled the rest of the tournament bracket. And we had talked about, you know, who we thought was going to be in there. There were a couple names we threw out, like MJF and Pac. And um, when they revealed that second half of the tournament, I, I, I can't lie. I was actually kind of surprised that we didn't see those names on the yeah. other side of the, the bracket. A bit of a letdown. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, you know, because... This this is uh, something exciting. Whenever they mention they're going to do a tournament and it's going to be for a title, and you're thinking, okay, you know, let's put all the best names out there. You know, everyone that's not a champion right now, let's just see them put the best, see them put the best uh, of the best that's left that uh, could potentially be champion. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, with with this group, I feel like some of it fits and some of it doesn't on that other side. Like half of them, like two of the guys that I kind of I agree with. And two of them, I'm like, man, you could have done up this. But let's go through the whole bracket. Oh, I have a feeling who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, one of them you already know. 100% oh, yeah. you already know. Yeah. Um, so the guys the guys that we already knew, we knew about Sean Spears, and he's going against Cody. So that, and By the that's... way, man, I'm going to recant my 
<laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I got we'll to get bro. into that. No, no, let no, no, go, no. Let me go through bro. this first. Let me go through it first. I already know. I already envisioned this was going to happen. I knew but I made it. a mistake. <laughs> too late. No, it's not too late. You can go back, but let's just get through it first, and then we'll, we'll give people context that maybe don't know why we're, we're going back and forth right now. So uh, the bracket, just to lay it all out, it's um, <laughs> Sean Spears. Versus Cody on on one side. We'll say that that's the left-hand side of the bracket. Um, and uh, beneath them is going to be Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen. Yep. So those two matchups, the winner of each of those two matchups would go against each other in the semifinal matchup. On the other side of the bracket, now unveiled, we have Kip Sabian. And we have him going against Dustin Rhodes. Hmm, okay. Below <laughs> below them um, would be, we have Lance Archer, yeah, which, great, great pick. And then we have Colt Cabana, which for me also is kind of a, okay, I mean, I'd rather have, again, MJF or Pac. Maybe not against Lance Archer, but, yeah. you know, them just in the mix. So anyway, um so now that we have all that laid out, again, it's it's Sean Spears versus Cody, Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen, Kip Sabian versus Dustin Rhodes, and Lance Archer versus Colt Cabana. Um, that group overall in entirety, I mean, it's not it's not a bad tournament. They have some solid names in there, some that are great names in there. Lots of stories to tell in this, too. A lot, a lot of stories being told, for sure. But two of these people, like I said... One being, you know, Colt Cabana, for me, I think, yeah. you know, being in this feels a little bit weird. You know, him right away being in the t- uh, television championship tournament, I feel like that just feels a little bit off. And then Dustin Rhodes, like, really? Again, we're giving him a spot that potentially could have went to somebody else who's, you know, up and coming and, you know, could just use this more? I just, yeah, man. I don't get I'm going to keep the same energy as I do with WWE when they make the same glaring mistake. AEW is making the same mistake here. Yeah. You have a, a youthful talent, a youthful roster. Why not put somebody else in that spot? Scorpio Sky, MJF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Why a lot of people. Dustin? He's been in the game for damn near 30 years. Yeah. He doesn't need this. It's an odd pick. It's an odd pick. I mean, even we were just talking about him, and we're going to talk about him a little bit more, but now seeing that match with Trent, it's like, damn, you could have put him in there the way that he fought against uh, Kenny. Hell yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Good point. Like even, even if it's just to take an L, let's say. But still, to showcase somebody in this tournament, like, it just like, Why made... is this dude in here and then Dustin Rose is? Yeah. yeah. So, that's weird. Um, you know, Colt Cabana, for me, again, I, I said it's it just seems like it feels a little bit off. Like, too, too soon and, you know, not even, I guess. Well, he's there to get destroyed. Right, right. Come He's on just, now. Who else? Can, who else w- would you put in that spot though, for Lance Archer? I mean, that's what jung- he's used for. Jungle so Boy. I can't really complain. Not complain, but I can't really disagree with that. I think Jungle Boy, honestly, you know, jungle. especially with uh, what yeah. just happened on this show. Well, yeah, yeah you know, right. like that's a damn good point. Damn it, yeah. You know, because he would have, like, he he has the the the. Uh, He's been working and, and and doing such a great job on the show. He's a great worker, yeah. and even if he is going to get destroyed, it's still 
And like, he's been having a like, good record too, having a good 2020 year. Yeah, since they just, reset the uh, the record, so he's been on a, a bit of a streak, I think. I don't think it, he would lose any momentum getting beat by a guy no. like Lance Archer, given how much of a monster Lance Archer is. You know, and if Jungle Boy even you know shows any bit of offense and shows that okay, maybe there's a chance that he you know could surprise Lance Archer or go on a little bit of a run, you know, do his comeback, and you know we see that you know he's 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 just has he's trying to build something that would look cool, you know, and from a fan perspective, I'd be like, yeah, Jungle Boy, let's see if you could do. Oh no, wait, and he gets just destro- you know just destroyed after that. You know, like, it would just be a great story told for Jungle Boy and for Lance Archer. And to beat somebody that, you know, the fans legitimately love. Because I don't know if the fans truly love Cole Cabana like they love Jungle Boy. You know, so the fans watching at home, at least, you know, for us, it'd be like, I feel like I'd be more invested and more, I guess, heartbroken to see Jungle Boy get destroyed than Cole Cabana. That's just me. Okay. I I see. I hear what you're saying more. the, The emotional right there. Especially after, you know, Marco Stunt got destroyed. <laughs> so it, it would have made sense if yeah. Jungle Boy was there. He's next. I would have been like, holy shit. Yeah. Pray for this man. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Everybody. Oh, this man, dude. Bro. Yeah. He's, he's on one, man. Why? Lance Archer. Why, man? Why is he so one. scary? <laughs> Jake the Snake and it doesn't help Jake too. the Snake being yeah. your promoter too that's just wow. oh my god man yeah so now just to double back um, when, while I was saying this you wanted to interject and say you wanted to change your pick so yeah. the reason why I'll just I'll just lay the context here for the for the listening <laughs> audience so um, when we had half of the bracket we didn't have the other half so the first half the Sean Spears, Cody, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen side is all we had. And we were deciding who we thought was going to win those yeah. those first matches. Now guesses nowhere near. I was <laughs> horrible, horribly wrong well, on, on my predictions of who can fill out the rest of the bracket. Well, nowhere near was, close. There was that, but there was also, so you picked Sean Spears to beat Cody, yeah. right? I, I, I picked Cody to beat Sean Spears. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, maybe MJF versus Cody or something like that, which right. half of that I think is still going to happen. I'm, I'm doubling down on Cody going going forward. I think Cody is going to the finals. Oh, now, this, <laughs> yeah, because on the other side, with Lance Archer being there yeah. now, it's 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 a foregone conclusion. Course. Yes, that, that is <laughs> happening. That is so happening. Um so you want to change your <laughs> now? I'm oh, guessing yes. from Sean Spears to Cody yes. immediately, okay. man. Immediately, man. So as I saw the other half of the bracket, I'm like, oh hell no, hell yeah. no. I'm not <laughs> picking against Murder Hawk Lance Archer. No, not my right mind, bro. And yeah. then you know, toward, you know, we'll talk about the end, but the finish. But yeah, but you know, Sean Spears got the roll up on uh, was it on Darby Allen? So yeah. he got like a win. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. And it, by it. the way, his record is horrible. I didn't know his record was one in six. I'm telling you, he's Bro, been terrible. Like, I picked this guy. Sean <laughs> awful, awful, awful. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And it's bad. He's been off television. That's yeah. why. Yeah, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't see it. Him beating Cody. Nah, I just, I don't, I don't see that. Nah, I don't see um, that either, man. 
And I'm telling <laughs> this, this feels <laughs> this feels very just predictable. Also, this whole tournament now, I feel like I can see how this is probably. Oh go. yeah. Cody is going to beat Sean. I think Darby Allen beat Going Sammy Guevara. Sammy yep. Yeah, because at well, I mean we're kind of uh, getting ahead of ourselves too, talking about what happens in this show. But um, there was kind of an eluded rift between Cody and Darby Allen that happened in, on this episode as well. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, we Lance, Lance Archer is beating Cole Cabana. We know that. We, we've mm-hmm. already said that. And then I think actually Dustin is going to beat Kip Sabian, which I think is awful. But I think it's going to happen. Yeah. The, they're going to do know, the, yeah. And then it's going to Lance Archer against Dustin Rhodes. Yep. Yeah. And then he's going to destroy his brother. Destroy his brother. And then that emotionally <laughs> is going to charge up Cody. Yep. And he's gonna, that, that is going to be the story for that matchup. But none of that's going to matter. And Lance Archer is going to murder Lance Archer's Cody going over, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be the champion. He's going to be Period. the new TNT champion. Yes. Yes. Hands down. Yeah. I would not go against that man, Jake Roberts, bro. Yes. Yes, yes, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, and rightfully so. It should, you know, just just strike while the iron's hot. Give give that man the strap, and just let him let him run with it. Let him run with it. Let's see what he can do. But I yeah, think man. that's great. Yeah, that's man's great. Archer all the way. Yep. So that that's the prediction. We'll we'll follow that and see if it if it goes through. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel pretty confident in that. Um, all right, so let's break down the episode. Um, let's go. Let's go through it, man. Kenny Omega and yeah. Trent. Uh, we've been talking about it, hitting towards it. So uh, yeah, this was a great matchup, man. Uh, why don't you go ahead and break it down, man? What were your thoughts? Very physical, hard hitting. Uh, it, it, it totally almost went bell to bell, you know, yeah. with one minute left. So I enjoyed the finish, the the close finish too. So uh, I like. I, I enjoyed the commentating from Tony Schiavone and Cody Rose. Give us a little background history, too, because I didn't know this was their actually second time uh, fighting before. The first time that they mentioned was actually in Osaka, Japan. So I'm like, oh. And then they said Kenny went over the first time, too. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I I, I enjoyed that little uh, that, that little uh, tidbit right there from uh, Cody putting that in, in there, kind of adding to the, to the story that I was getting seeing the first time for me seeing Kenny Omega going – against Trent Seven, but overall, it was a great, phenomenal match, man, and enjoyed Orange Cassidy antics, I believe, when when Kenny Omega did that uh, that somersault, and Tony Schiavone <laughs> trying to imitate <laughs> Excalibur, <laughs> Tope, suicide. it was horribly bad, <laughs> by the way, he tried, was, you know, he put was. effort into it, he gave yeah. it that, you know, can-do attitude, I appreciated it, I, I appreciated it, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't no, the same. No, <laughs> no. You know, and then Cody's like, you know, uh, I don't think that was a tote pay. <laughs> so he's like, I got to correct it. <laughs> uh, but I, I enjoy all of that. Uh, so when Kenny Omega actually went over that somersault and then, you know, taunting best friends, like, guys want to hug? Guys want to hug? And you see Orange Cassidy. You know, trying to embrace him with his his hug with a big smile, which I was surprised. He was just actually geeked. Mm-hmm. I guess to get a hug from Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would have made his day because yep. that's like the most excitement I ever seen from him. Yeah, like he yep. had a, a smile from ear to ear, like his brightest day, bro. But I enjoy all of this, man. It was a fun match. It was, man. I mean, you made you made a mention of it. It was a physical matchup. I mean, they they kind of 
broke um, their usual characters' babyface styles by going being so physical with oh, each other. Yes. You know, like they went to the outside and were using like the 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 barricade as, as weapons and yeah. um Kenny I think didn't he do like a it's running like a buckle bomb buckle bomb on, yeah, onto a concrete pillar or something like that. Yeah. Which Ugh. again was just so <laughs> just brutal to see. You yes. know, and Trent was going after Kenny's hand, you know, stomping on it and just being very very technical with it, knowing that, you know, Kenny had that hand injury. You know, he was he was using every tactic he could to try to get the win. It seemed like it was a little bit more personal than than we had seen uh, we hadn't seen like any uh, personal uh, rift or anything between those two before, um, but in this matchup, it had hints of like, okay, these two have history or something. Oh, yes. You know, like you said, you know, they had faced each other in Japan. I feel like this was probably a continuation of that. Like whatever beef they had then, like had carried over to this matchup, and I almost wish For I could have gotten. You know that story and seen that story. I'm pretty sure it's a YouTube clip, and I'm gonna search for it. If I find, I'm gonna share with you. Yeah, because it just it 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 definitely felt like yeah, these guys have history, man. And I really just even not seeing that, I enjoyed this matchup because it just it was telling a great story, and it it just felt so like awesome for an opening matchup. I was like, wow. Like uh, Cody alluded to it, he's like, man, that was a main event. You know, pay-per-view main event matchup we yep. just got, and it was the the first match of first the night. Match. So, yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. And Kenny, man, he is on a roll right now, where he feels like the dude. He feels like the AEW champion right now. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. We haven't mm-hmm. seen Moxley in a while, and I love Moxley, and Moxley is you know just just well deserving of the belt. But Kenny, the way he's been wrestling and the the mystique he has right now. Like, he just feels like the champion. I don't know. There's just something about him right now. He just, he like, he had the AAA championship defense. Um, he's still one half of the tag team champions. He's putting on these five-star type matches. Like, he, he's on another level right now, man. Hell yeah, man. Like, Kenny is, like, he he's on this Super Saiyan level right now. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, it's like that ultra. Like I'm instinct, done messing like, around now, get, bro. Yeah, it's like bro, I'm, I'm about to kick it up a notch, man. You guys are not on my level. All right, I'm about to kick it up, and that's what he's exactly doing with the AEW roster. I'll let right you now. have your fun uh, now. <laughs> let me go ahead and you guys didn't know this, but I have this other level of Super Saiyan I can get to. It's called Ultra Instinct. I'm going to wake this up real quick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, man. So yeah. I, I'm I'm digging this. You know, this momentum that he has right now yeah yeah it's gonna be fun to, to watch as he continues to build on that but uh yeah Kenny Omega got the victory in this matchup like you said it went to just the last minute literally 20 minute time limit they went to 19 minutes and yeah he got the finish with the one winged angel uh great yeah. matchup from from both guys man really really love this match um the next match that we had was uh Hikaru Shida versus a de- debuting Anna J. Um, who I don't think, maybe she's done some stuff on AEW Dark. AEW Dark, they did mention that. Okay. So, you know, debut on on TNT, you know, for her. Um, She did a solid job, but it was really all about Hikaru Shida, who's the number one ranked uh, opponent for the Women's Championship. Um, And she's been uh, ranked one for a while now, so that championship matchup has to come soon. Yeah, oh man, she's she's great. She's great. Like, uh, you know, when, again... Her and Riho, when that matchup happened, I was like, man, I feel like Hikaru Shida should have probably won that matchup. And yeah. now it, it, it definitely feels Confirms like, okay. That. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, 
you know, just just props to Hikaru Shida. She's doing her thing. I like the um, the interaction she had with Britt Baker at the end of the matchup mm-hmm. as well. Just kind of like, you know, they were talking smack to each other. At least Britt Baker was talking smack to her. Hikaru Shida kind of kicked the barricade, you know, like she was pissed off. And I was like, okay, I like that emotion shown yeah. to her. That aggressiveness uh, too, man. When she just let her hair down, she was like, oh, I'll bump this. I'm just going to let my hair down. I'm about to get really uh, aggressive now. And she did, man. Really yeah. striking Anna Jay, hitting with fist kicks. And, man, that was a nice uh, finish she, she hit too. Yeah. Yeah, man. So just, again, props to Karoshita. Uh We'll see, you know, how Anna Jay continues to progress potentially. Um, after her first matchup here. But really, Karoshida, she was the star of this matchup. Great matchup for her. Um, yeah, and picking up the victory. So um, there was a, a little bit of a teaser for Moxley versus Hager. Yeah, um, they're trying to talk build about this that. Ma- yeah, so I guess championship matchup for Hager, is it's official. They're going to have this yep. matchup. It's going to be in two weeks. Um, and I think the thing that I took away most from it was you know, Jericho saying, hey, you know, like, if if Hager wins, that's cool. Like, it's another title in the, in the inner circle. You know, I'll be happy for him. And yeah. he looked legitimately like that was true. Like, he, he really, wouldn't be. Yes, because he said it would be two champions in the, right. in the inner circle. I was like, that's a good point. And I yeah. actually believe that. And that makes I, a lot of sense. And that would make I me happy, too. Do. This is a team thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I actually did believe him. Now, of course... It's Jericho, so you well, know yeah. he can. He's he's he, he he's playing. Us. He's playing his part, mm-hmm. you know, and and potentially, you know, he could turn around and say, you know what, actually, there can only be one, you know, and and pull a like <laughs> Triple H on Randy Orton and decide, you know, thumbs down, and let's oh, go ahead yeah, and get right. out of here. <laughs> so you know, it could absolutely happen. But um, oh. I liked that that Jericho played it the way he did, where it's like, no, it doesn't matter. Like you said, you know, there'll be two champions now. You know, he's the champion, and Hager would be the AEW World Champion. Like that's that's totally fine. So you know, we'll see how that t- pans out. But overall, I thought you know this video it was they they were trying to build up this matchup, but really, you know, Jake Hager to me, I, I said it before, I feel like so far he's been a bust. In AEW, as, as far as a single superstar yeah. like him as being the the muscle for the inner circle, yeah. you know, enforcer. Just, yeah, it, it it works when he's not actually having a match. Like when he's just on the outside, it actually works. But yeah. when he's in a match, he just doesn't feel. It, it's almost like so. We've been talking about Lance Archer, and we're about to talk about his match up here in a little bit, but. I feel like the way that Lance Archer comes off is the way that Jake Hager was supposed to come off. Yes. And he's nothing like that. And I immediately thought about that. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because I would have mentioned that too. Like, this was Jake Hager was supposed to be. Yeah. Because Lance Archer, it's like you believe that. He he walks it and and he talks it and walks it, man. Like, man, he can back that. He can back his shit talking up. Yeah. Jake Hager, I don't know, man. I, I couldn't buy it. They was trying to show clips of UFC. You know him choking out people, and you know I'm I'm, I'm not getting excited. That's not pumping me up because right. I haven't. You know you went almost twenty minutes with Dustin Dustin Rhodes, <laughs> <laughs> damn near out of breath. Yeah, so man. yeah, you're you're not beating Moxie, no. Yeah, it's gonna be real interesting in this tournament when Lance Archer goes against Dustin. How that matchup compares to Jake Hager's match against Dustin. And like just, just because I, I feel like we're gonna see Lance Archer just look really dominant throughout this entire tournament, 
And even if that matchup, because I, I do see a scenario where they allow Dustin to go 15 minutes with Lance Archer. I could see it. But I still feel like Lance Archer is going to look like a monster in that in that matchup, even if they do give Dustin some offense. Well, if but he does, first, and, and if he's looking like a monster, like a beast, then yeah, that I wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't shit on that at all. Right, right. Whereas, you know, with Jake, it just felt like he was really struggling, and he just looked like a regular dude out there with him. So, you know, I, I, I feel like with this, it's hard to get excited about um, this this Moxley Hager matchup because Hager so far has just not you know really been been all that you know in his in his singles matchups. I'm just not really that impressed by what he's looked like. Felt like he looked better you know in WWE you know like as the All American American like that that version of his character Jack Swagger just seems like more true to who he is versus you know this they're trying to build him like this monster and he's he's just he's just not that dude but um. You know, I think Moxley will will do his do his best to make Hager look good. In the end, though, he's going to get this victory. There's no way he's going to lose to 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 Hager in this match. Um, what do but, you think of Moxley's promo? Um, it was as much as I'm a fan of Moxley. I have to admit, it wasn't that memorable. Like I'm trying to think back to things that he said, and I, I'm just like. It it just seemed very like straightforward. Like I get it. Like he just said, you know. You talking about Inner Circle has an army. He's an army of one, mm-hmm. but that's all I remember, though. Yeah, see, it's just it just felt like okay, it just kind of kind of happened. Like there's promos where you hear him and it's like, oh man, he said what? Like this is crazy. Or like Jericho with Vanguard One that came up again tonight. Like so, it's, like he just says things and it's just so hilarious that it just it just sticks in your brain, <laughs> you know. Whereas with Moxley in this promo specifically, it just felt very generic and just kind of it just kind of happened. And again, the thing that stuck out the most to me was Jericho making mention about if Hager wins, there's two champions. And, you know, I was like, hmm, okay. That's, that, I like that they did that. Yeah. And I, he was believable when he said it. But then it also is a great setup for if they do kick Hager out of the group, you know. So, you know, they, Moxley's part was, was what it was. It was all right. I think this is going to be AEW's challenge. Uh, what what WWE is going currently going through, and what I mean by that is properly building a face. So would they be able to do that on AEW side with John Moxley? Because you know how these fans are fickle, like just not AEW, just not WWE, just fans in general can be fickle. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if if AEW is up to the task of keeping that momentum with Moxley hot like and how long can they keep it hot like are they gonna will they run into a cool down like will people start to like you know what I'm not feeling Moxley anymore yeah I think you always with a with a face champion you always run that risk I think it's very very tough to sustain a face champion like you know some of the best are have have a certain like for instance Stone Cold yeah. You know, as a face champion, oh, it was, it was perfect. You know, he's an yeah, anti-hero, anti-authority, you know, and it was always interesting every week to see what he was going to do next. And I think Moxley has that potential, but he's been really quiet the last couple of weeks. Um, so just finding a way. And also to the authority in in uh, AEW is actually, there really isn't an authority. I mean, it's it, technically it's Cody and it's the elite, but 
you know, they're they're wrestlers and yeah, they they're, just letting they're, everybody do their own thing. Their you, own thing, you right? Get that. <laughs> right. So you know, it, it's it's Moxley versus the Inner Circle, and and Jericho is a great you know heel to kind of help make any anybody look good. Yeah. So so this is this is a, a great situation for for Moxley to and for AEW to really establish uh, Moxley if if they do it right. Yeah, man, it, it's it's all about how they're going to approach this. So, and I, I think uh, AEW can smartly approach this too. They won't make some of the same mistakes that WWE does when building a, a face and trying to keep that momentum. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. You know, again, we'll we'll see how how they continue to build Moxley and yeah. continue to build face face. Uh, you know, champions and and in general, you know, faces in general as as they continue on. Yeah, because this is their first AEW face champion. We already had a heel champion. It's Chris Jericho. So that's what I was wondering. It's like, is, you know, will AEW be up to that task? Yeah. That's a good question. The one that we'll have to answer in in the weeks and months to come. Yeah. Um, So now this next matchup, I mean, another one we've been alluding to, Lance Archer. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny, where I'm looking at it, it put down Lance Archer murdered Marco Stunt. Bro, yeah, I got. <laughs> wow. I, I put blown to smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh, I put man. starred right there, literally. Blown wow. to smithereens, bro. Both That's, being yes. accurate. Very accurate. Yeah, yes, both are very accurate. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! Well, why don't you break this one down, man? Like, just just talk about the murder hawk himself, Lance Archer, man. Well, let's talk about how this promo was delivered perfectly from Jake Roberts and how he just presented Lance Archer before he uh, did his entrance. And Jake Roberts is is magical. I'm glad he the way they use his. His abilities, it's just promos, his his character is great, his star power. Like that promo, like tick tock, tick tock, ring the bell, hell fixing to break loose. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he had me with that phrase. I was like, oh shit. Like, I better listen to this, what he's gonna say. He was like, Man, Lance Archer's coming out to destroy whatever you got, boys, cooking up. And you're like, You see me smiling, but that don't mean I'm happy. I was like, oh, shit, man. This is scaring the shit out of me. Like, man, Jake Roberts was freaking me the hell out with that promo. But it was a good freak out. Like, it it, it, it it was captivating. It had me in. It had me glued to the TV. And then that's when, you know, it, it goes to the graphic of slow motion of Lance Archer, just the shadow figure being very massive, slow motion. And then he's getting ready to come out. You know, everybody dies. And I'm like. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Mate, I have to pray for Marco's stunt because <laughs> this was a, what I, I like I said, blown the smithereens match. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you was, you was unaffected in this match, Marco. And I knew it was going to be something like that. And it still, it still surprised me too. Like some of the, the moves he was doing that this, it was a, he was doing a regular back suplex. Yeah, and, fr- and freaking threw him like fifty That's feet what I, across. I literally the- just saw that happen on my screen right now. It's a standard suplex, just standard, a standard regular suplex, suplex and bro. Stunt went clear across the ring, like no regard for his life. Just no. threw him across the ring. No, he, he he was destroyed, murdered. 
It was aggravated assault, battery, abuse, all that. It's uh, you, you guys have to see this. If you haven't yeah. watched AEW, watch this match. Because the way yeah. I'm describing it does not do, does it justice. You have to watch it. <laughs> it's, it's one of those, um, I think they said it, they've said it a couple of times. On, I think it was last week AEW, Cody had said, there's certain matches where you you see what's happening and you as the referee you may just want to just stop the matchup because you know of the, the destruction that's going on yes. like you don't always need a three count to stop a match just go ahead and stop the matchup if the person is getting destroyed a certain way and this felt like one of those matches where yes. they could have just stopped this at, at, at any point it should have been stopped just... at the beginning because when he even walked in the ring the bell didn't say, ring yet he yes. just clotheslined him to hell well, he took out somebody. I don't know if it was a cameraman oh, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you know, took them out. Their body was laying just dead on the side. And then, you know, he gets in the ring and, and Marco Stunt tries to, you know, stand there and, and stand up to him. And he just clotheslines Marco Stunt's head clean off. Then he, but then he still had his, like, jacket on and he goes to the turnbuckle and still does his pose and finishes his entrance after he just tore this guy's head off. Like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much how this match is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, who does this? Who does this? Oh, like, man. Like, get man. out of my way. I still got an interest to do, boy. Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make this money real quick. <laughs> Dude, that's a, I think it was security guard. He was laid out, bro. Like, he wasn't moving. I'm looking at him. He was, like, unconscious. Out, out cold. He was see what happened. He, he was, was asleep. asleep. Yeah. Just <laughs> gone. Like, all right, his soul left his body. And then Marco yes. Stunt got that work, too. Oh, it was great. It was great, man. Yeah. Just, that yeah. finisher, man, he, oh, my God. Yeah. Just close, yeah. not close on. He did, like, this one-handed choke slam. And then, I don't know what they called that move. I, I didn't even notate it, the name of that move he did. We followed up. Because he could have pinned him. Because, yeah. you know, Aubrey was going for the, the the three count. You know, she did one, two, and he lift Marco Stun up. I was like, yep, here we go. And he then he put an exclamation on this. He did his his powerful slam. It was almost like a razor edge. Yeah. If I could, yeah, almost razor edge like, and just slammed his ass to the ground. And he flipped over. So it, he kind of flipped flipped him over in a razor edge move and destroyed him. Is it the blackout? Yeah, the the blackout. Yeah, because yeah. it's um it's basically a razor's edge, but the guy is is um instead of them being back to back because Lance Archer picks up the guy in a in almost like a cross position, like the like Marco Stun's arms were out and then he has him up, sort of like the Razor's Edge. Yep. But instead of being back to back, it's it's his, he's facing. I don't know how to describe it really, but Marco Stun is just facing forward and and Lance Archer is also facing forward and he throws him over his head and then he flips over and then drops to the mat. It's just it's just yeah. crazy to watch. Because it feels unsafe. It feels like finisher. Yes. Yeah. It I was feels like, like he's an dead. unsafe move to do. He's <laughs> dead. He might have a concussion or two. I guarantee that. Yeah. Man, man, he was dead. And then I when just, he, I thought the match was over. I mean, it was over. Well, but yeah, it was over. Lance Archer wasn't done. No, not by a long shot. <laughs> Picked this man up, chucked him into the crowd or the AEW roster on the face side, like twenty feet in the air, bro. And, I, and it wasn't like, you know, some wrestlers kind of helped that. You know, they jump while, yeah, while they're no. getting tossed at the same time. No. No. Not yeah, Marco. No. 
Marco did not use any type of momentum. He did not bounce his feet. It was all dead weight power from Lance Archer. He threw that dude into Billy Gunn and his son. It, it was no wild. Regard. No, no regard. He didn't care. For his life. Then he, he left. did not care. He was He's, standing everybody on dies. the apron. Yeah, everybody <laughs> dies. Literally. He was just like, Marco, it's your time. I'm sorry. Putting you in the ground. Putting you in the dirt yes. right now. Just standing on the apron. Choke slams and literally chucks him into the crowd, which again, there's no crowd. It's just a couple of wrestlers. And yeah, it's like just Billy Gunn, a couple of people there that just they just knocked into. But the way he flung Marco Stunt's body, it was like he's ragdolling him. Like he's yes. literally a crash test dummy right now. Just just like, bro, I do not man. care about you right now. Do not. No, it's like not a care. sack of potatoes. He just flung him in yes. away like he was nothing. Yes. Yeah, but shout outs to Marco Stunt though, man, from taking those bumps, man, and selling. His yes. he wasn't even selling. He didn't even have to sell. He didn't though, have to man. sell. <laughs> he just had to toss around, sit there, and take it. You know, <laughs> man. It reminded me of uh, when Brock Lesnar debuted, and he went against. Uh, well, it wasn't even a match. He just jumped in on a match that had Spike Dudley in it. It was Spike Dudley and a couple other people, and Brock Lesnar just ragdolled Spike Dudley. Like he he hit him with three power bombs. That I'm just like this. A human being should not take this kind of punishment and oh. survive. They just shouldn't. And he just power bomb picked him up again. Power bomb Paul Heyman on the side, yelling, yeah, like, "Yeah, Brock, yeah, Brock again, another one." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, Brock, please, no, man. You gonna kill Spike Dudley? What?" Yes. Hits him with the third one. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like that's that's how I felt. That's how I felt watching yeah. once in Lance Archer. Like I looks yeah. like I'm watching another Brock Lesnar. Like just, just I know, man. this dude was scary. And by the way, I did not believe Colt Cabana on commentary. Like, yeah, I'm ready for him, man. I faced him before. Oh hell no! I'm like, bro, get the f out of hell, here, you, man. You need to stop, stop destroyed. <laughs> right? You need to be terrified. Don't take me lightly. Yes, I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> yes, I'm a commentator, but I'm a wrestler. Don't right. take me lightly. I'm I like, come with comedic style wrestling, but it works. <laughs> not for this not, situation. Not with this dude. Nope. <laughs> Try to crack a joke, get slapped up real quick. Get your right. head thinking, clean off your body. That's what's about to happen. You know what this dude says? This dude says everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> he says have time for jokes. He's, he's, he's murder hawk. Right. Tell murder hawk a joke. Oh man, yeah, Cole Cabana is dead. Right, he is done. Yeah, that's the that's the early prediction. You know, that's what I. <laughs> Gonna get destroyed. Oh man, it is wow. Yeah, all right, all right, Coach <laughs> Lance Archer, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> yes. he's gonna be one to watch for sure. Yeah, oh, that man. dude, uh, the way AEW is doing a great job because I am terrified of this man. Like, oh my god, I'm ter- I could have nightmares because of the Jake Roberts promos, too. That the way he just talks and and now he has like this this Lance Archer beast dude who's just a gargoyle type strength he has just oh my god it's ungodly it's just ungodly man man he's he's gonna be great to watch he's gonna be so much fun to watch man but speaking of being terrifying so right after this there was a video uh, featuring (laughs) none other than the exalted one himself. Brody yeah. Lee, <laughs> man, this dude—he—he is—he is seriously on one. 
I mean, he's talking about the the new Dark Order, you know, the future Dark Order. Yes. And yeah, his guys are just not getting the message. They, they're just nah, the creepers, disappointing yeah. him left and right. <laughs> I mean, I just... He... he the guy, in the setting, uh, man, it was like a business-type setting, man. Like, yeah. in a conference room, Brody Lee's in a suit, another nice suit, beautiful-looking tie, got the nice navy blue jacket. And he is presenting, you know, his, his letting him know about what the Dark Order is. It was it was a, it was insane. Yeah, and then one of the guys called him Mister Lee, and that set him off. He's like, "Oh no, it's Mister Brody." And he was like, um, "Yes, what did exalted he say? one." He was yes, like, exalted one. <laughs> he said, "What?" <laughs> he said, "Tell them what I told you to say." And then he said, "We are one." He said, no, no, it's we are one. And with passion, with conviction, he was so mad that this guy's delivery, just saying it's so weak, he's like, no, we oh, are, we are, man. we embody strength, we're about power, so he's just yes. mad that he didn't say it with his chest, so he let him know, and then, he, off, off to the side, one of the You're guys sitting bro. there yawned, he yawned. Oh my God, Brody Lee about just snapped this guy's head off, yeah. man. Rolled like, up, he pulled so up a mad. chair real quick. Say this move is, is there's something going on at home? You know, you want to tell me about? Like, is there a reason that you're tired, exhausted? <laughs> Nothing in this world is open. So why are you tired? Oh, when you're tired, that means you're weak. That is a weakness. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, bro. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was so bad. Yes. You don't yawn. <laughs> oh my god. Like, wow. Just it was great though, man. I'm like, good, good for him. This is yes. hey, this is he's trying to establish the new dark order. He's letting him know what he's gonna tolerate and what he's not gonna tolerate. He is checking him at the door, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, immediately. Oh man. So then just to follow up with that, so there was a matchup. So they had uh, Dark Order members eight and nine. Yes, uh, <laughs> we're, we're then gonna have a match. By right? the way, I think is I, I, which is great. I think is great that they're number eight and nine. Basically, they're the weakest of the yes. totem pole of the Dark Order because you got Evil yes. Uno as number one, Stu Grayson number two. But I love that it's ranks to this shit. Yep, yep. <laughs> so the eighth and ninth members of the Dark Order. They went out there to go against the newly named tag team, the Natural Nightmares, yep. with Dustin Rhodes and QT of Marshall. Of course. And yeah, yeah. They they <laughs> went out there, they had a match. They looked and actually eight and nine, they held their own in the beginning. Yeah. But at the in the end, the Natural Nightmares ended up winning the matchup. So Brody Lee showed up <laughs> and you knew it was gonna be a problem. <laughs> so he showed up. He got in the ring. He was staring him down. The one that took the pin, he picked him up and just power bombed him to hell. Hell, bro. Just, man, basically through the ring. Just power bombed this man to hell. And I thought he was going to, you know, you know, take care of the second guy, but he just stared at him. He gave him a death stare. And just let him know, like, man, get your act together or you got this coming to (laughs) you. It was like, if, if anybody, if you've seen the Luigi death stare and just how, like, intense Luigi oh. is, I don't know. Like, that's the image I have yes. in my mind. Oh, my God. Just, he's just killing him with his <laughs> eyes. Like, that's what I saw from yes. Cody Lee. Like, if looks could kill, 
that dude, I don't know if it was eight or nine, which one it was. I think it was oh, yeah. nine that got destroyed and eight was the one that was still standing. Man, eight just turned into a puddle of nothing from that stair, man. Because, yeah. yeah. Maybe eight should have won. That's why Brody, he destroyed that dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, he because number nine is the lowest, so he didn't expect him to win. <laughs> right. But you're number eight. You should be leading. You should be winning. Came out there and <laughs> took care of business. Check, uh, check his dude, man. Nope, nope. Didn't even I'm look at it. No weakness. Man, <laughs> paid no attention to Dustin Rose and QT Marshall either. Nah. He just went straight for his boys. He said, uh-uh, nah, I'm not tolerating this loss. I'll let you know. <laughs> Powerbombed him to hell. Oh, that was great. Oh, my dude. God, yes. Man. Thank you, bro. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Brody Lee. Yes, he's doing a phenomenal job as the Exalted One, man. Thoroughly enjoying this. Man, and speaking of thoroughly enjoying segments of shows, man, I cannot get enough of Chris Jericho and uh, Vanguard One. Uh, I mean, God. they have so much chemistry. Never has a man and, <laughs> and a, a, a drone had so much right. chemistry it's insane. <laughs> ever in the history of television. Right. This is great. <laughs> um, just Chris Jericho, you know, he's he's sending a message to, uh, well, he's basically in his hot tub. Right. He's talking about, you know, this Which is a he holiday. has a nice real estate, like, man. Yeah. He has, his like, a, man, a, a boat that's a He's nice a palatial estate, man, for Le Champion. You know, yes. he has to, it has to be huge. You know, like, it's, yes. just, it's the fitting The of Le Champion, yes. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, he, he's he's saying, hey, you know, like, this is a holiday, you know, and it's because April Fool's Day, with it, it's April Fool's Day, and what bigger group of fools are there than the elite, you know? And he <laughs> goes down the list of all the yes. yeah, elite mem- members, you know, talking crap about all of them. Got to Cody, Can he, he called him Cody Exotic, which... Yes. Anyone watching the Tiger King documentary on Netflix knows what that's uh, alluding to right there. So that was hilarious. Um, Yeah, and he was just running them down. But in the background, you can see this little dot. And it's getting closer and closer to the screen. And then sure enough, you see them cut away. And it's Vanguard 1. Vanguard 1 is is invading the the estate of Le Champion. So Chris Jericho, he's cutting his promo. But then he hears the buzzing. He's like, what? Vanguard 1. I knew you'd be here. And it's just like <laughs> the same cadence like, as, as Matt Hardy broken. Yeah, <laughs> I got a kick out of that. I was like, oh hell no, nah, man. Yeah, <laughs> like I so knew you'd come. There you go. That's what it was. <laughs> I knew you'd come. Oh my god. He was like legit happy, excited, man. Dude. <laughs> so you know, Vanguard when he sees him, he's like, I knew you'd come, just like you said. And then he's like, you know, I said some harsh words to you, but I still, but I just want you to know that I'm very, very, so he wanted to say he was sorry, but he just couldn't because he's he's Jericho. He doesn't, he can't apologize. He just physically is unable to apologize. But, you know, he's like, so now that we got that out the way, because he he never did say it, but he just, you know, went ahead and, and moved on from that. He's like, you know, I still want you in the inner circle. Then he busts out this infant-sized version of the Inner Circle T-shirt right. with a little hanger on it. It's a yes. T-shirt. It's very considerate. And I'd like you to wear it. Had a little hanger on it, man. On a little hanger, and he's like, "I'd like you to wear it. I'd like you to wear this T-shirt, Vanguard." And he hooks it to the base of Vanguard One, like where an action cam, like where a GoPro would be. He just hooked yep. it on there. 
And, you know, then he's like, yeah, you know, I want I, I want you to join the inner circle. Let's shake on it. Well, we can't shake on it right now because, you know, we got the social distancing thing going on. So how about elbow propeller? Let's do that. Elbow <laughs> propeller. And then Vanguard one, he starts to fly away. He's like, come back here. Come back here. And then he turns oh, back shit. to his estate and he says, release the hounds. <laughs> Some and of the friendliest looking dogs you ever seen, bro. Little puppies and chihuahuas, poodles. Yeah, like maybe two big dogs, but the rest of them were right. like tiny as all hell. Right. And they're running, they're barking, they're barking at Vanguard One, trying to yell at them. And Vanguard One just flies away. Then uh, Jericho's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you, Vanguard One. Then he's like, Wait, that little bastard stole my t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the end of the uh, Oh, man. Uh, Just pure bro. gold. Yes. How, how can he be that good? It's insane. It With was just drone. so entertaining. I was laughing my ass off. I was in tears yes. when he yes. was running down a list on the elite. Like, you know, it was perfect. Like, you know, it's April Fool's because you fools like... Kenny Omega, like one of the, the biggest dipshits at all, and you know, and, and Nick Jackson because you got he's, he's out because he got a little bump on his head, and congrats on the little baby, you know, and that was that was funny how he called his baby, <laughs> and then he's like Matt Hardy, oh yeah, dumbasses. I was I lost my shit when he said that, bro. I was like, are you serious, dumbasses? Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, he took going back to Nick Jackson. He's like, uh, oh yeah, congratulations on the baby. Then he said, uh, you should probably go on maternity leave and then hire your your idiot brother Matt Jackson to mow your lawn while you're at it, dude. <laughs> man, he went in and that Cody yeah. Exotic line, dude. Uh, I was like, oh boy, that was great. Yes. That was great. Like I said, Jericho, he he's just on fire. He's on fire doing all this. He's just so talented, so charismatic, and yeah, yeah. this chemistry that he has with a drone with Vanguard One. It's amazing. It is, man. It, it is. is it's weird. I, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to think like, will Vanguard one choose the inner circle? <laughs> like, it, can he? Like, will that happen, dude? Like, will he that, turn? Oh <laughs> man, Hardy, man. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Man. I would love to see that happen. Yes, you Vanguard like, one joins the inner circle. Oh man, Matt Hardy. He, you know, he summons Vanguard one, and you thinking he's on <laughs> Matt Hardy's side. <laughs> It almost like he switches allegiance to the inner circle. Yep. And that just like breaks Matt, Matt Hardy's heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That'll be great, bro. Dude. That'll be great. I'll lose my shit if that happens. Pure entertainment. That would be amazing. Amazing. They, they should just do it. Yeah. They should just do it. That, that would just be so awesome. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, just uh, I, I can't wait for the next segment. I can't wait for the next time we see Vanguard <laughs> 1 and then Chris Jericho yes. interact, man. This continuing saga between these two is just the gift that keeps on giving. Um, so then after that, we had a, a quick uh, video also just showing uh, the Young Bucks and specifically uh, Matt Jackson trying to get Nick Jackson back into the groove. It was from Nick Jackson's home, which his home too, man, is, is pretty impressive. Right, full. That was a full size. I'm thinking like that's no, that's a park district. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that's his backyard. That's his backyard. <laughs> full size. I, I think full size basketball court, and he had a, a wrestling ring. Yes, he I was brought like, a wrestling God ring. damn, yeah. <laughs> dude, man. These guys made bit. money. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The AEW deal. Right. And, and New Japan, man. They've been around Ring of Honor. So, man, they, they definitely <laughs> made their money. 
Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. So he was just working out with them. And Nick Jackson said he's still not ready, but you got to see him kind of just kind of working out the kinks and starting to get the rust out. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully he'll, cool, he'll be back sooner rather later. But yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome seeing that. And then uh, we were at the main event. So main event here, Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara versus Cody and Darby Allen. Um, interesting matchup here. So why don't you give us your reactions on this one? Uh, this was a good tag match. And this basically, this is where I found out. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, Sean Spears, he's not going over. <laughs> when, when they showed the graph of his record, I was like, ugh. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> One and six? six? I think it was like seven and 11 or six yeah. and 11 AEW career. I was like, oh, man. He's just been awful. I backed the wrong horse right here. I'm, I'm about to recant this uh, this prediction, like, immediately. Uh, oh, but, man. Uh, man, this is a de- definitely a fun match from Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. They was all over, flipping all over the freaking ring and mm-hmm. in their warehouse, man. You got, man, Darby Allen, he, well, he just climbed, like, this 20-foot pole and did the coffin drop onto uh, Sammy Guevara, and uh, Sean Spears was nice. Uh, but yeah, man, this was a great match and a little turn at the end too. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, um, you know, the turn was kind of hinted at in the beginning of the matchup too, even, um, right before they were getting introduced. Uh, so you had all of them in the ring and Darby Allen sitting in the corner like he typically does before he's introduced and Cody, yeah, looking super intense and Cody was trying to get him to stand up, you know, to to like stand side by side with them. But, you know, Darby Allen kept kind of shrugging him off. Like, you know, he wasn't trying to pay him any mind. And Cody kept trying to get him to stand up. Now, I think I feel like part of that was was real just for like, you know, wanting to get a certain shot of all of them together. Yep. And but and Darby Allen just being in character and being like, you know, this is this is who I am, this is what I do. Um so but it also plays into the story because they you know, Darby is one that he respects Cody. But he also sees Cody as a rival. Yep. Like he continues to, mm-hmm. to face off against Cody. <laughs> there was a count-out uh, decision in their first matchup that we it saw was. with them in AEW. No, no, and, it was a time uh, limit. Oh, yeah, not count-out. Sorry, yeah, it was yeah. time limit. Thank time you. Limit time draw. limit draw. Yep. Uh, time limit draw. Um, and then I think they had a, a rematch later on that, that Darby Allen had earned. And Cody, I think, won that matchup. Um, so then, and now here, you know, again, Darby, he has that respect. I mean, he's teaming up with Cody, but at oh, the same time, yeah. he wants to beat Cody. He yeah. wants to be better than Cody. He wants to rise up and, and be, you know, at the top of, at the top of the, the rankings for, for AEW. I'm digging so, that slow burn approach that they're doing. I do. I it's, say it, that, 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 that's going to pay off. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I, I think that, you know, with Darby, he's a young up and coming superstar and to give him that, you know, rivalry with Cody, who's just so over right now, like it, it's 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 just such a great um rivalry for him to have. And yeah, I see I see them, you know, having another match down the road and Darby Allen getting a victory finally over Cody. Um we'll see if it I don't think it's gonna be in the tournament because it seems like Lance Archer and Cody are on that collision course. But, um, yeah, I see that coming coming down the road, too. By the way, I do want to mention, because I mentioned rankings real quick. So, yeah. Darby Allen before this episode of Dynamite, was ranked fifth yep. overall. That's right. So, that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, we had Kenny Omega at four, Cody at three, Jake Hager at two, and Jericho Le Champion at one. Mm-hmm. So, just a, kind of a recap on that a little bit. Um, 
so implications for for rankings here in this matchup a little bit and for the for the uh, TNT championship. But yeah, um, you know, overall with this matchup, um, you know, solid matchup. You had uh, uh, Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears betting on who yes, could, definitely. you know, hold up Darby Allen the vertical longest suplex. for the vertical suplex. Went, they, they, they bet at 10 seconds and 15 and went up to 20. <laughs> yep, yep. At the end, Sammy Guevara picked up all the money, which I don't know if he actually even won the bet. Oh no, man! He took all the you know, cash. So. Guy did a little slick move right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, good for you, good for you, Sammy. Get that money out by any means necessary, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, what you were alluding to as well. So at the end, at the end, it was uh, Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara that picked up the win. It was, it was. Um, uh, what will happen? Darby Allen was actually trying to save Cody because uh, yeah. Sean Spears had a chair. Yeah, he told Sammy, and, Sammy Guevara to get the chair. Right. Yeah. And then um, Sean had that chair. It looked like he was going to hit Cody in the head with the chair, mm-hmm. i.e., what he did to Cody back when he hit hit him with that um, that unprotected headshot. So uh, Darby Allen slides in the ring, takes the chair away from Sean Spears, and. You know, hesitate. He's just like you know, protecting Cody, but at the same time, you know, he could potentially use the chair now against Sean Spears. But you know, but he's kind of thinking and maybe overthinking everything. Um, he ends up uh, getting attacked, and not with a chair or anything, but just attacked and getting hit. I forgot what he got hit with, but he got rolled up, and uh, Sean Spears ended up getting the the pin on on uh, Darby. So Darby was noticeably upset by the fact that he let himself get caught and pinned. Um, Cody was appreciative. He, he kind of had an idea of what had happened. So he went over to, to Darby, who, again, looked visibly upset about the loss. Uh, Cody, you know, tries to get his attention. Darby is having none of that and just hits Cody, um, knocking him down. Yep. Uh, just as, as he's pissed off about the fact that what just happened. And so, like you said, it's kind of, you know, you're seeing a little bit of an issue between Cody and Darby uh, kind of build up a little bit here, which, which you know, story-wise, man, I thought it was great telling from the beginning of and to the end, uh, this ebb and flow of, yeah, they're working together, but they have issue with each other. I thought and, it you was felt, well. and you can feel that energy, the, tent, the tension between the two. Yes. Exactly. You could feel that. You could feel just, you know, again, they're they're two guys who they have respect for each other. But especially from Darby's side, you can feel that hunger to want to be the best. And, you know, but at the same time, he respects Cody, but he sees Cody as like that, that uh, mountain he has to climb in order to, to get to where he wants. And, you know, I just I really just am enjoying seeing Darby just just perform and, and tell these stories, man. Like, he's doing such a great job. Like, Cody is Cody. Like, he's over. He's having fun, you know. Like, he was laughing and talking to some of the, the face guys in the in the crowd there, you know, and just having a good time. And Darby was, like, all business he like, was, throughout man. the whole matchup. Like, he didn't come here and play so around. He did not. Yeah. He did not. And the loss, you could tell, it really upset him. He's probably thinking, like, okay, I worked my way up to five, and then I had this dude's back, and now it cost me a loss, and now I'm going to drop down the rankings, and now he's trying to be buddy-buddy with me again. No, bump that. <laughs> knock this dude down on his on his butt. Right. You know, let him know, like, I'm not playing games. Like, I'm, I'm coming for your yeah, spot. Man. So I just I took a pin that. to save your ass. Right. <laughs> that's, exactly. how, that's what I understood. Exactly. So, yeah, man, just, just I, I really enjoyed this overall. Yeah, man, same here, man. It was a very fun match. 
I uh, definitely enjoyed the entertainment value from it, from Sammy Guevara and uh, Sean Spears with their inside betting, like who could do the vertical suplex the longest. <laughs> and the story between uh, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allin, man, that was great. Yeah, man, really, really enjoyed that. And overall for this show, like I said in the beginning, like this was just a very entertaining show. I mean, up and down this card, just they did a great job. They started out, again, Kenny Omega, Trant with essentially a five-star matchup, man. It could have been a main event on, on this show or any show. And they started the show with that. Kairoshita had a great showing. Lance Archer was a damn beast oh of a man in his matchup. Now, that's the yeah. real monster. You know that saying? was, he was, he I don't know was what such a monster. Is. That's a real monster right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then, you know, Brody Lee, you know, his video package, and then following that up and paying that off with how he, you know, we saw 8 and 9 try to go out there and impress him, and they didn't, and he took care of business, let them know <laughs> he's not going to tolerate weakness, powerbombing the hell out of one of them, right. and death-staring the other one. Get your act together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know Le Champion, you know having just great chemistry and just great comedy and just great storytelling with the damn drone Vanguard One, the story that just is the gift that keeps on giving, just amazing. And yeah, you know this this tag matchup at the end, you know fast paced action, um, really entertaining stuff, great storytelling with Darby Allen and Cody and. And also a great preview for the matches coming up next week or in the, in the coming weeks for the TNT Championship. So, yeah, man, solid yeah, matchup. Yeah, and with no fans, too, man, they're still right. you know, putting on great shows, entertaining shows, man. It was awesome. Yeah, the way they're doing it, man, is is definitely different from WWE because sometimes I just I get bored on WWE from watching, even a little bit from Raw. It was a, like a mixed bag. So with, yeah. with AEW, the way they present it with no crowd it is, is, you know, it, it's great how they do it, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Great presentation overall. It's been it's been a lot of fun. This week was fun. I'm really looking forward to next week. Um, definitely AEW. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's it's, it's much appreciated. So yeah, man, that's yeah. it. Any any final thoughts, man? Before we call it an episode, man, I'm just gonna take this opportunity. Thank everybody who's been listening to the show uh, during this pandemic and whatnot. Cause you know what's going on around us. But if you're using this as a lot outlet, I appreciate it. And, you know, just like me and my co-host, we use this as an outlet for us, too, you know? You know, sometimes sometimes we, we just have uh, one of these stressful days and just good to hop on the mic, talk with your buddy, and be able to digress a bit. So I just want to th- thank everybody, you know, that supports us and keep on supporting us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Clark Podcast. And, uh, you know, always listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know, like, share, subscribe to our show, and leave a review because we got a few reviews, so... You know, put them reviews, start up, you know, help us get up in that search. You know, when you put in Clark, then we can automatically just pop up like that instead of just completely typing out our whole name to search for us. (laughs) (laughs) Well said, well said. Well, on that note, that is going to do it for this week's episode. It was a great recap and great fun that we had here talking about AEW, but that's going to do it for now. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.